0: talking about poo on the Kaz and Julie show.
1: Is a Julie and Kaz show?
0: What is? Yes. Kaz and Julie. My name is Kaz. I'm a registered massage therapist, an intuitive energy healer, and a meditation coach. I own Key Health and Wellness Whitby And I am Julie. I'm a health and nutrition coach, sometimes yoga teacher. And my company is Balanced Life with Julie. And... On our podcast, if you have not listened before, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, you're welcome. Um, We (laughs) are just two like health and wellness nuts, and we like to talk about different topics from different points of view. Uh, Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. Sometimes there's brawling. There's blood. Um, There's usually swearing. This one's crazy. Um, And today we're doing the number two part of poop. Part two of poo. Number two. Number two. That's what makes it funny. (laughs) Number two of poo. So, on number one, uh, we did a lot of talk about constipation. So, I encourage you to go back to that episode to listen because we have so much more to talk about. I don't really want to recap. We recapped enough. We did too many recaps. We
1: need to keep moving forward.
0: So, um, we're going to talk, what we're really talking about when we're saying poop is if you're having some issues with poop, whether it's you can't poop, you poop too much, you're not pooping enough, it looks crazy. Oh, we haven't talked about when it looks like. Let's talk about what it looks like. Ooh. We talked a little
1: bit about it, but yeah, you... So ideally... You don't eh? want any blood in there. No. For sure. That's not a good sign. No. I guess, so... You don't
0: want hmm. rabbit pellets. (laughs) Not a good sign. (laughs) Oh, I might not get through this episode. It's already <laughs> making me laugh. <laughs> okay. So no pellets. We want it to look like a nice snake because yep. it's supposed to follow the shape of your colon. colon. And it's supposed to come out as one solid piece. Mm-hmm. If you turn around and go, holy sh! that came out of me. That's great. That's what we're looking for. Yeah. You want to be impressed. Exactly. You want to be like, I need to. Instagram this baby. No, but don't. (laughs) Hashtag impressive. No, don't do that. (laughs) What? Let's start a trend. Actually, don't because then they're gonna hashtag the Kaz and and Julie show. (laughs) We don't want to be on that trend. No, don't take a picture of your pig. No. Um. So color wise, that's one of those
1: like things where you just have like a private moment and are proud of yourself, and that's it.
0: And then you just flush. Yes. End of story. So color-wise, <laughs> I really want to get on this topic. If it's, it shouldn't be green. No. Nope. Any color of green. Um, it should not be black or tar-like. Well, sometimes when you're cleansing. Okay, but that's if you, but on a regular. No, on a regular. we shouldn't, shouldn't be black. like on a regular. Um, again, it shouldn't be bloody or like mucusy. No, no there should not be blood in there. Um, did I say yellow? No, it shouldn't be yellow or purple, or blue, or pink. It needs to be brown. If it's pink, you need to take a picture of it. I feel like if it's rainbow colored, take a picture of it. I'm willing to look at that and be like, damn, what? What Okay, so if it's a rainbow colored poo, please
1: take a picture and send it to Cass. Because maybe
0: you're a unicorn.
1: Yes, magical.
0: But it should be
1: just poo brown. (laughs) Yes. I mean, we know what that is, right? Mm Yes. That's the color it needs to be.
0: And there shouldn't, well, I don't know. You, I'm just making this up. Do think families would be proud of this right now? <laughs> I think so. Mine have very low expectations of me, I think. So they would just be like, whatever. She's not showing pictures of, she's not pooing on screen or something. We're good. We, she hasn't had to go to that level <laughs> to make money. I think they'd be fine. <laughs> um, oh, I lost my train of thought. We were talking about oh. the colors of poo. We were. And so poo brown is what it should be. Now, in terms of what it should look like, obviously, we want it to be the SD put together. Lumps of food is not good because that means you're not digesting stuff. You're not digesting. Yeah, you shouldn't have lumps of stuff
1: in there. But if you're having lumps, it could be like one of the things is maybe you're not digesting properly. The other thing could be what you're eating. So we covered this a little bit. Like if you're eating like GMO foods, the Terminator foods yeah, that reconfigure inside you. They're form not the same thing. Really, like your body doesn't really treat them the same way. So they may not get digested, which isn't necessarily a bad thing.
0: Can that also indicate that you have an intolerance to something if you're unable to digest it and it comes out like that?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's also like food sensitivities that you want to be aware of. And also, if you're depending on what you have, like, what sensitivity you have like your body will tell you pretty readily what it's not into so for example i had a meal the other day at this fabulous restaurant downtown and i walked away from that meal feeling so light and so energized and that's mm. how food should make you feel it should make you feel really good now I remember back in the day when I was just eating whatever and not paying attention. So there was a lot of dairy in my my meals, a lot of sugar, fried foods, fried foods, um, meat. And I would walk away from meals feeling bloated and gassy. Mm. And my body was very clearly telling me what it felt and I (laughs) wasn't paying attention. Until I had to, until I mm-hmm. started to have health issues. And so then I was like, okay, what am I eating? And how can I change this? And so you want to be looking at how do you feel 30 minutes after a meal? And sometimes it's not even 30 minutes. I like just going to For say. people who are like, you know, celiac and they have something they shouldn't have, like their body tells them right away mm-hmm. what's up. So you, and I don't think of that as a bad thing. I think like when your body's that clearly communicating with you, how we're marketed to food wise and what we should Mm -hmm. be eating are two completely different things. Marketing has nothing to do with nutrition. Mm -hmm. Marketing is just selling stuff, right? But your body will tell you what foods work and what don't work. And generally like things that are highly processed don't work. A lot of people have dairy intolerances, and so there's that. And they're
0: not even aware of it yeah. because they're so used to it, so used to feeling a certain way or their body not digesting properly, I think.
1: I had the most bizarre thing with my sister once. Like, she takes a pill before she has dairy. <laughs> so
0: and So she, she can s- have the dairy. So she okay. can
1: have the dairy. So she said to me, she's like, well, you don't take a pill. I'm like, I just don't have dairy like my body doesn't like dairy. Why would I keep having it? Mm -hmm. You know, there's, that makes no sense to me. That's very interesting. There's so many substitutes out there. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Chewing your food is very important as well because Mm. if you just swallow your food, so chewing, mastication is the start of the digestive Mm -hmm. process there are enzymes that get excreted in your mouth that break up the food and it starts to signal to your whole digestive system, your stomach, your colon, that there's food on the way, Mm -hmm. your pancreas. So they have, there are different enzymes that get added at different points in the digestive process and certain foods get broken down in certain parts of your digestive system. So not everything is
0: broken down in the stomach. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And So chewing really is giving yourself a head start on getting everything digested digested properly. So for me, I used to just shovel food into my mouth. So a lot of air was going in. So Mm -hmm. then I'm getting very bloated um, and I wasn't chewing properly. And so things were, it was painful. Mm -hmm. Um, So you want to be chewing about, depending on what you're having, right? Like mm -hmm. if you're having soup. (laughs) <laughs>
1: right like uh-huh. liquid soup pumpkin no, soup You're I not gonna see chew everyone 20 we're times we're gonna
0: start a new fad we're gonna chew your soup
1: <laughs> <laughs> but if you're having like you know rice and vegetables like you want to be chewing that because mm. it's it requires meats you should be chewing yeah. we we know how you how i feel about meat <laughs> yeah. keep it at a minimum very minimum mm-hmm. like zero
0: but go on. <laughs> yes. Well, just in general, I, if you've never done a mindfulness exercise before, try mindfulness chewing mm-hmm. because you are literally you have to chew that one piece of food for like a minimum of 30 chews. And so you're counting how many chews. And in that time, you have to think about the flavor. You're thinking about like the texture of it, how it feels in your mouth. And it really just brings you back to that moment. Mm-hmm. I know there are certain cultures that when you eat, like when it's dinner time, everything else is put aside. So you're not watching TV. Um, I know like North American, I guess, tradition, if you want to say, is to sit in front of the TV and eat. And you're so mindless that you your body's not prepared, like you said. Like mm-hmm. now it's too busy zoning out, doing whatever. It's not paying attention to the fact that you're supposed to be doing this incredible mm-hmm. job, which is, you know, giving your body substance, energy.
1: Yeah, the, the other thing also is is that it's, there's a lag between your digestive system and your brain. Mm. So when you're eating too quickly, you can overeat. And to the point of past full, which is not very comfortable, Mm -hmm. but if you slow down your meal, so I have clients do what I call the 25 minute meal. And basically you're slowing down your chewing. You're putting your fork down between bites. You're taking your time. You're putting away all the distractions so your cell phone, the TV, you have dinner or a meal with somebody or your family. And you're, you're actually really taking the time to be in company with others so that your, your meal becomes much more enjoyable. The other thing is when we're in a stress state and we're rushing and we're not paying attention, um, our digestive system doesn't really work properly. Mm-hmm. like Because it's not getting the signal from the mouth that you're having a meal. And when we're in a, it, say we're in an elevated stress state, the food doesn't get broken down properly anyway. Mm-hmm. So you actually want to force yourself like to sit down, take a few breaths, calm down your nervous system, take in your food and then start. The problem is North Americans are so used to rushing 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 like everything's an emergency that their nervous system never calms down enough to properly digest to properly mm-hmm. digest food. And that becomes problematic, like, down the line in your digestive system when Mm -hmm. things aren't broken down properly, when things aren't
0: absorbed correctly. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just rushed through. Yeah. So there's no time.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, like, obviously you want to be looking at if there are – food sensitivities, right? Really nailing down what those food sensitivities are mm-hmm. so that you're taking things out that are, not that are not, that are harmful to your body. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the food sensitivities come from just the fact that there's so many chemicals that get sprayed on the food and that's mm-hmm. produce as well as meat and dairy. Um, and dairy is just kind of injected in.
0: Mm-hmm. So we've talked endlessly about what happens when you can't poo so let's talk about when you can't stop pooing because that's also an issue because there that's kind of what we're talking about when things are being shuttled through so fast that you have no time for absorption and things like that so someone that say has chronic diarrhea um would you suggest there's some good things to take like would you Mm. still talk about fiber and things like that um I know that fibers, the binding part, um, I'd say to the process. is really good. I'd fibers never bad, <laughs> and you'd still want obviously to drink a lot more too because you are losing so much yeah. in dehydration when you are just flushing everything out because your body doesn't have time to absorb I'd, that.
1: Yeah, and I'd want to know what that person's eating mm-hmm. and what their stress state is like. Yes, because that's that could, very true. That could also be part of it, and those are things that you want to take apart Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes like the odd time it's just because you ate something that was bad like Mm -hmm. like went went bad and so obviously your digestive system is going to have a reaction Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember the last time I had something like that happen like it's been probably years and years and years Mm -hmm. it's not a normal thing
0: usually if I have anything like that it's stress related
1: yeah so stress is like a part of it as well that mm-hmm. we want to be looking at and and taking apart. It's definitely not something that you want to ignore um, and hope that it just goes
0: away. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think regardless, if if you're not having a normal and routinely... I don't know, natural poop, let's say, yeah. um, then there, there's definitely something going on with your enteric system. So your gut and the brain, because it's the gut is nicknamed the second brain for a reason that you have to talk to each other. And if there is no level of communication, then everything is off. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking earlier about someone I know, their son has a lot of behavioral issues, was diagnosed with ADHD And a lot of it came down to the fact that he wasn't pooping. He had a lot of trouble going and it was creating and harboring um, like severe emotional ups and downs. And Mm -hmm. once that became regulated, um, it was regulated with um, like a supplement that he's taking um, only because he's very fussy with his eating. And so because that ideally was the first thing that they looked at. Um, But once that, once he became more regular and could go, his emotional state became like very mellow. And everyone comments now on like, what did you yeah. do? I mean, the
1: thing could also be mm-hmm. like his if you're not pooping, it throws off like the gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. And when your gut bacteria is thrown off, it affects your mood.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we so all, all know these like, things are kind of connected. Mm-hmm. You're very uncomfortable, right? if yeah. you can't if regardless if you're going too much or too little you're very uncomfortable all the time you're not in a good mood so yeah. there is something to say about that so much to say about
1: poo. i know we can keep talking but we won't
0: we will do a number three i'm sure at some point <laughs> but we'll just leave well, it it'll at will be a, a poo, poo
1: follow-up yeah So thanks for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Very interesting topic.
0: Yes, we hope that it helps. And we want to hear from you um, if you've had troubles in the past, what you've done to restore yourself and get yourself back on track. Or if you're having trouble, there's maybe some suggestions we can make. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you never want to hear this topic again, let us know. But let's (laughs) hope not. And please no hashtagging us on anything to do with poop. Yes. But if you do want to send us your rainbow colored poo, then you're going to do that on social media. <laughs> you can find me at Key Health and Wellness Whitby. That's K I Health and Wellness Whitby.
1: And you can find me at, at Julie
0: Barr. Mm-hmm. And uh, have a wonderful day and happy pooing, everyone. Yay. Bye. This show has been produced by
1: PodcastExpert.ca.